Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The Texas State Network, this is Countdown to Kickoff. And we welcome you to another season of Countdown to Kickoff. I'm John Hendry. And I'm Andrew Greenstein. In the next 15 minutes, we're going to get you up to date on the East region for this first week of football. Boy, it's hard to believe we are here in week one. And we're going to start out by visiting with one of the surprise teams in the Class 3A playoffs last year. That being the Harmony Eagles. Andrew, yes. you had a chance to visit with their coach. I most certainly did. Uh, that would be Coach Jeremy Jenkins. And as you alluded to, the Harmony Eagles, they will look to take the next step towards the state championship as they open their season tonight against the Hooks Hornets. Uh, Hooks ranked, by the way, uh, ranked 10th in 3A Division Two. Now, last year... Harmony actually started 0-4, but they turned it around right when district play opened. They won five of their last six games, and they advanced to the playoffs. And the fact, they advanced all the way to the state semifinals before getting knocked out. Now, once again, I did talk with head coach Jeremy Jenkins, and I asked him uh, how the Eagles were able to turn things around after their 0-4 start. Well, you know, I replaced a guy that had been here about 12 years um, so it was kind of predictable. They've been in the wing tee, and we went spread. So it's a big adjustment. Um, so it was really predictable. I mean, I, I said it going in, we're going to peak come the playoffs. So, you know, it just takes time for a quarterback, to, you know, to really be a spread quarterback when he's been under center handing the ball off his whole career. Um, so, I mean, that's all it really was, to be honest with you. I mean, it was a brand-new coaching staff, brand-new system, and it – it's just something that it takes longer than a few games or a few weeks to get under, you know, to get ready um, for the new system. Now, last season, Harmony lost the hooks in the season opener, and then later on they gained revenge on the Hornets by knocking them out in the playoffs. So how will Coach, Jen- Coach Jenkins approach this rubber match? We're like polar opposites. Uh, we're, we're big and not real fast, and they are small, uh, smaller and super fast. So it's going to be a great contrast of styles. I'm not sure if we can cover them. Uh, I'm hoping they can't stop our power run game. So it's, it's one of those uh, total opposite uh, matchups. But 
I, I think they'll be the best offense we see all year. Um, they have a, a, a Division One running back, and then they have multiple receivers that can fly. You know, their running back has several offers, so they, uh, you know, are a true team that can run and pass. You don't really see that in 3A. Usually teams are really good at one thing. So they're going to be a big challenge for us to to stop. They're so fast, and I think we're quite a bit bigger than them, so we're a pretty good challenge for them to stop. So um, those are my favorite kind of games, the contrasting styles. So I, I think it's going to be a real fun game. And, of course, all the fun takes place tonight in Hooks. John? Yeah, that You know, that great season last year, obviously, for the Eagles. And they return a couple of key players. The, the Seahorn brothers are back. Boston Seahorn, he's the quarterback, threw for 21 touchdowns, uh, and he rushed for 21 touchdowns, so he's certainly a, a double threat there. And then his brother, Weston, had 116 tackles out from the linebacker position. So a lot of talent coming back for that ball club. Uh, they've, got, they've, got, they've got a lot of talent. Of course, they open on the road at Hooks. Then their home opener is against White Oak at Beckfield, and they wrap up the pre-district against DeKalb. Uh, they only lost in district Dangerfield. And That's right. That was a pretty tight game. Uh, Dangerfield kind of pulled away at the end. But I expect uh, good things to see uh, happening out of our friends in Harmony again and, this year. And especially now that they're used to uh, the coach's system. Last year he was uh, uh, the first-year head coach. And uh, as he said, it took the players a little while to get used to a new system. But now that they have a full season under their belt, a season that uh, took them all the way to the state semifinals, they're looking to take that next step and make it all the way to AT&T Stadium. And they are favored by eight going into the ball game at hooks tonight so that could uh, that's going to be and that's going to be a great game it'll be a fun game to watch and you know we talk about harmony was the surprise team that was their 19th playoff appearance last year so they have been in the playoffs quite a lot just haven't heard much about them yes this is countdown to kickoff we're taking a look at east texas and we've got more right after the break john henry andrew greenstein on the texas state networks back to countdown to kickoff and we are back on countdown to kickoff i'm andrew greenstein john hendry alongside and uh john uh, we have a game uh, coming up tonight involving the defending state champions you know it's hard to believe andrew that only one east texas team brought home a football state championship last season and that of course being the carthage bulldogs who won their ninth title that's nine one two three four five six seven eight nine in december after they shut out the wimberley texans 42 to nothing at the death star in arlington in the 4a division two final uh, needless to say scott surratt's bulldogs are the favorite to pick up their 10th trophy in december which would rank only second to the alito bearcats bulldogs are the top ranked team in 4a division two entering the season but they have a tough test at 4A Division One, number nine, Kilgore Bulldogs. That ball game last year was was a humdinger. It was won by Carthage, 45 to 10. But those two teams get together. It's, it's you know you're talking about two highly ranked teams. It should be a great one. Now don't be surprised in East Texas to see the number five Gilmer Buckeyes and Carthage meet once again 
in round three of the playoffs, that will probably be the top game in Region 2 in late November. Uh, Carthage comes in number one in 4A Division 2. Gilmer in the preseason poll. They are number five out of District 7. They will open up hosting the third-ranked in 4A Division 1 Tyler Chapel Hill Bulldogs. You know, it seems like year after year after year, Carthage and Gilmer are always on a collision course to meet in the third round. I know why the UIL arranges the playoffs the way they do. It's all uh, based on geography, but it's a real shame that that matchup is not the one at AT&T Stadium for the state championship every year. Absolutely, or even the regional championship game. That would be uh, that would be uh, you know certainly a great one. But uh, you know they're on a collision course. It's going to be a great game whether they play in week one of the playoffs or week six of the playoffs. Carthage and Kilmer, it's going to be a fun one. Absolutely. You know there's some there's some other big East Texas games. Uh, a lot of ranked teams are meeting in the first week of play. Uh, the Pleasant Grove Hawks out of District Seven. That's the same district is Gilmer. They're actually ranked uh, ahead of Gilmer. They're number three, and they will host the number two team in 3A Division I, the Brock Eagles. Now, Brock was a story from last year out of North Texas. They had a very, very slow start, came back, won, went to the playoffs, went several rounds deep. That should be a, a fun game to watch, too. Texarkana Pleasant Grove, another perennial powerhouse. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's just some of the many games that will be going on this weekend uh, on high school football in East Texas. We've got more to talk about. We do. And we will have the Friday football weather forecast when we come back. Back on countdown to kickoff, as I teased in the break a moment ago, weather has been the big news story this summer, and so we thought it would be apropos to bring weather into countdown to kickoff, Andrew. Absolutely, yes. Uh, it seems like, you know, it has been in triple digits for the last, I don't know, several, at least 20 out of the last 22 days. Uh, it has just been brutally hot throughout the whole state of Texas. So how will the weather affect tonight's games? Well, for the answer, we bring in TSN Chief Meteorologist Dan Brunoff. You may need your umbrella during the first half of the games across southeast Texas and the Piney Woods and the eastern parts of Central Texas, there could be a few dying showers and storms, and they'll dissipate after sunset. Got well up above 100 again today across many locations. You'll get a cooling shower. You'll be in the 80s during the game, but 90s if you didn't get any rain at all. Yeah, so uh, it, it's uh, in fact the hot weather is actually forcing a lot of the start times to be adjusted. Most of the games start at 7. Some games will start at 7.30. Others will start at 8 o'clock. So when we come on the air for the postgame show and the scoreboard show, a lot of these games may still be in progress. Absolutely. They want to get as cool a temperature as possible. But you have to remember, these kids have been working out in the heat. They're going to take lots of water breaks, and they're certainly going to be weather aware, as our friend Dan Brunoff likes to talk about. That's it for Countdown to Kickoff. Enjoy your ball game. I'm John Hendry. That's Andrew Greenstein on the Texas State Networks. From the Texas State Network, this is Countdown to Kickoff. 
And we welcome you to another season of Countdown to Kickoff. I'm John Hendry. And I'm Andrew Greenstein. And in the next 15 minutes, we're going to get you up to date on the South region for this first week of football. And we are going to start off talking about those posts. Pirates, Andrew Greenstein. Yes, the Poth Pirates, as you may recall, or even if you don't recall, they went 14-2 and last season. They made it all the way to AT&T Stadium, where uh, they came up short in the state championship game to Gunter. Now, I spoke with Poth head coach Jeff Luna, and I asked him what it'll take to get over that last hurdle. The thing we've been talking about early in the season is just trying to get better every day. You know, we're, we're a long way. Uh, away from AT&T Stadium and and so there's 16 weeks of football ahead of us um you know hopefully we, we can just you know just focus on ourselves and not necessarily our opponents and just worry about us getting better every week and uh we got some really tough matches early in the season so kind of kind of stay healthy and, and filter to those guys and, and hopefully make a run. And, of course, the Pirates begin their quest to take that last step tonight at home against Blanco. And I asked Coach Luna what it'll take to beat the Blanco, uh, but to beat Blanco. You know, Blanco's a... a uh, a very good football program. Coach Dixon, this is his second year there, and he's done a tremendous job uh, with that program. And, uh, you know, Blanco's very, very similar to, to the Post Pirates. They're, they're, they're tough. They're, they're hard-nosed kids. They're a very physical football team, play really, really good defense. Um, they got arguably one of the best football players we'll see all year long, and, and, uh, and his last name is Smith, and the linebacker, running back, and very good football player. So uh, we're going to have our hands full for sure. You know, early in the year, I think special teams play a big role in, in how outcomes of games are and, and turnovers and, and penalties. So we got we to gotta play disciplined football, uh, not give up the big plays, and, and, and make Blanco earn everything they get. Once again, it's uh, Poth hosting Blanco tonight, John. You know, and Poth is coming off that great year last year. They lost in the regular season to Shiner uh, in week three and then went all the way into that final against uh, Gunter. But they're going to have a little bit of a challenge as the the backfield is gone from last year's uh, state championship game contender. Uh, Who are they going to come up with to replace them? They've got some good wide receivers in Gabriel Solansky and Aiden DeHoyas. But uh, a lot of kids that they're going to have to replace and and they're going to get tested very quickly against a very good Blanco squad on uh, Friday night. It'll be interesting to see how that ball game comes out. You know, uh, one of the, one of the things about the other state championships, of course, Poth uh, lost to Gunter in uh, the state championship last season. It was all of the lopsided games throughout the state championships across all divisions. There were very few close games, but many of them were just lopsided affairs. Yeah, really. In fact, the only close game was with uh, Franklin out of uh, – uh, class 3A Division One, they won by a field goal over Brock in their championship game. In fact, they were the only team to win from South Texas, which we'll talk a little bit of, more about in the next segment. But, yeah, you're right, Andrew. There were not a lot of very close ball games in the state finals at Arlington last year. No, there weren't. All right. Uh, you know, we're look, we're talking about Poth right now. Let's take a look at their schedule. It's a, it's a very good schedule. Of course, we mentioned they're on the road at Blanco to start the season. Then their home opener with Falls City. They get that rematch with Shiner at home on the 8th. And then they finish up their pre-district schedule at Schulenburg before starting District 5, 15-3A Division II play. And they will be hosting the Dilly Wolves on September 22nd to start 
District 153A Division II play. And you know, one of the things you know, to talk about, Shiner, they're a, they're a perennial powerhouse, and uh, assuming that I'm looking in uh, the right uh, division, they are a 3A school, aren't they? The Shiner Comanches are out of District 15-2A, Division One. Yeah. Well, they no, were... no wonder I was looking at the wrong one. Uh, but look, uh, Shiner, by the way, is uh, the the ninth-ranked team in 2A Division One. That's what I was looking for. Yeah, they were 11 and three last year, and and lost uh, in the playoffs. I think it was the fourth round of the playoffs to Refurio, who went to the state championship game, where they lost to Hawley. But, yeah, Shiner, another very good ball club coming into the week one out of uh, South Texas. All right, we've got more to talk about, and we're going to do that right after the break. This is Countdown to Kickoff on the Texas State Networks. Now back to Countdown to Kickoff. And we are back on Countdown to Kickoff. I am Andrew Greenstein. John Hendry is alongside. And, uh, uh, John, uh, you have a preview of a very intriguing matchup coming up today. Well, yeah, I do. It's been a very, very long time since we've not seen an Austin-Westlake or Galena Park North Shore win a state title. But neither made it to bring home the Golden Trophy last season. In fact, Austin-Westlake didn't even make it to the state finals, which seems incredible after winning the three previous 6A Division One titles and and a really, really long winning streak too, Andrew. Yes, in fact, I just looked it up during the break and their winning streak before it was snapped by Galena Park North Shore, 54 games in a row. 54. Imagine that. They uh, lost in 2019. They lost to uh, Austin Lake Travis back in October of uh, 2019. They ran the table in 2020, 14-0 uh, during the COVID-shortened season, 16-0 in 2021, and last year they won their first 14 games. And both of us thought, and it came true, that uh, Austin Westlake and Galena Park North Shore were on that collision course, and sure enough, they met in the state semifinals, and it was Galena Park North Shore that put an end to Austin Westlake's 54-game winning streak. Well, the Chaparrales out of District 26 will open up on the road this weekend, and they've got a meeting with the 25th-ranked Fort Bend Ridge Point Panthers. Say that ten times fast. Yeah, that would be really (laughs) tough. But uh, Westlake and Fort Bend Ridge Point Panthers. I can't even stay it slow, (laughs) much less fast. But uh, we talked about Galita Park North Shore. Well, they moved up to D1 last season. And, of course, ended the Chaparral's run. But they found that the fourth time wasn't the charm for the Mustangs. As Duncanville finally earned a state title win after losing the previous three meetings between the two teams. Several other South Texas teams made the trip to Arlington. But only one, and that was 3A Division I, Franklin Lions won a title, beating Brock 17-14. Refurio, Poth, Bernie, Wimberley, College Station, Port Natchez Groves, North Shore, and Austin Vandegrift all left Jerry, Jerry World as number two. And, you know, I, as long as I live, I will never forget that first matchup between Galena Park North Shore and uh, Duncanville in the state championship. I was on the edge of my seat. I didn't have any allegiance to either team. I don't have, actually, I don't have any allegiance to any team in the state of Texas. My high school, of course, as you know, is in Massachusetts. But, you know, that was su- such a great game on that Hail Mary on the last play of the mm-hmm. game. 
And of course, that was the first of three times in a row that Galena Park North Shore got the best of Duncanville. But Duncanville earned a measure of revenge last season, and uh, they finally got by the Mustangs to win their, their state championship. And will it be Galena Park or Austin Westlake playing in that 6A final this year? Stay tuned. We'll find out in December. Back in a moment on Countdown to Kickoff. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. And we welcome you back to Countdown to Kickoff. Well, Andrew, one of the big stories that we have had in the state of Texas this year has been the extreme heat and it's become very important for our football games. And so we wanted to do something a little bit different on countdown to kick off and have a little bit of weather with our football. Absolutely. Weather has been top of mind of everyone. In fact, it's been so hot. It's even too hot to go mountain biking in the woods uh, in Arlington where I normally mountain bike. But uh, as you had alluded to, uh, the weather is going to be a factor uh, throughout you know, uh, throughout this week in uh, Texas high school football. It's been a scorcher outside. So how will the, feather, the weather affect tonight's game? Well, for insight, here's TSN Chief Meteorologist Dan Brunoff. We've been in the triple digits pretty much all summer long here across the southern parts of the state, uh, through the hill country, south Texas, and the lower Texas coast. Hope your team wins tonight. 
it's going to be plenty hot. We got up above 100 again today in many locations. Uh, no rains in the forecast, but it's going to be hot. Temperatures are going to be falling through the 90s during the game. At least the wind won't be too strong, so the passing and kicking game won't be impacted. Just to make sure you stay hydrated. And, of course, the heat has actually forced a lot of the start times to be adjusted to either 7.30 or 8 o'clock. And one of the interesting things being in South Texas, it may be dry, it may be hot, or you may have a tropical depression on your head, oh. on your head too, so who knows. All right, that does it for Countdown to kick off the South Texas region. Enjoy your game tonight. Texas State Network, this is Countdown to Kickoff. And we welcome you to another season of Countdown to Kickoff on TSN. I'm Andrew Greenstein. And I'm John Hendry. In the next 15 minutes, we're going to get you up to date on the North Region for this first week of football. And, you know, we're going to start uh, by talking about the Alito Bearcats. And, uh, John, I understand that you actually got to talk with Alito head coach Robbie Jones. I did, Robbie. Bobby Jones is the new head coach at Alito, taking over this year after legendary coach Tim Buchanan retired as the leader of the Bearcats. I asked Coach Jones, who was offensive coordinator for Coach Buck, how he felt taking over for the longtime face of Alito at a school that has a state record 11 state championships. And that's, that's a very difficult thing. You know, of course, I've been with uh, Coach Buchanan for 23 years. So, you know, I know him well. He brought me up basically as a coach uh, when I was a young coach and, and, and brought me through the system and put me in the position that I am, I'm in right now. You know, so I got to give a lot of thanks to him for what he's done for me. And it's going to be difficult, you know, because, you know, everybody's going to be looking at if we do make a mistake, ah, Coach Buck wouldn't have made that mistake uh, type of situation. But he's been really good in the transition. Alito is a community between Fort Worth and Weatherford and for many years was a small 3A school district. Buchanan started coaching Alito in 1993 and he led them to their first title in 1998. They won again 11 years later and the Bearcats have put a record 11 state trophies on the mantle. Jones said the area has changed a bit from that small 3A school back in the 90s. Yeah and change the community is is happening quite a bit right now. Used to uh, I would go to, say, the Railhead Smokehouse where I, my wife and I went the other night, and we would know everybody in the restaurant. You know, and now, you know, there's so many new people moving into Alito that you go in there and there might not be anyone in there that you know. Uh, so, you know, that has changed quite a bit, yeah. And, and we were we were a 3A school when I first got here, moved up to the 4A, which is now 5A, uh, uh, same classification. But, you know, and we've been there forever, uh, and, you know, it, it's been quite a bit of change. Alito opens with the top-ranked private school in Texas in Dallas Parish Episcopal. The Panthers beat Alito 24-17 last year, and Coach Jones expects another barn burner of a game. Right. You know, we, we've got to keep an eye on our kids. Now, we've pushed our, uh, our first game. We're, we're starting at 8 o'clock. So we pushed the time back, you know, to allow for the sun to go down, for it not to be as hot. Uh, we scrimmaged last week, and we started that scrimmage at, at 5 o'clock uh, with our freshmen and our JV. And we took extra breaks uh, in the scrimmage. And uh, that was obviously talking about moving the game time to 8 o'clock because they want to make sure that the extreme heat 
is at least waning a little bit. But about that game with Episcopal? Right, yeah, it, it should be a really good football game. Uh, they returned pretty much their entire offense uh, from last year. Uh, now, defensively, they've lost. You know, they were a senior, heavy senior defensive team last year. Uh, so I expect for, you know, them to be really good on offense. They may be kind of like we were last year uh, as far as their defense con- is concerned, trying to catch up uh, a little bit defensively. You know, so it could be, you know, one of those high-scoring games. But then again, it could go back like last year where there wasn't a whole lot of scoring going on. You know, uh, Alito was ever so close to winning 12 state titles, Andrew. Believe it or not, back in 1974. When I was four years old. (laughs) Yeah. They lost the Class A title game to the Grapeland Sandys 19-18. By the way, that huh. District 12A that uh, Alito was in in 1974, guess who was in the district? Oh, South you Lake tell me. Carroll. Wow. Lake Dallas, Coppell, Millsap, and the Boyd Yellow Jackets. So Class A, was that the, the smallest classification back then? That was the smallest classification. Only the district champion got to go to the playoffs. And what is now Class A six-man? was just called six man and now south lake carroll as you alluded to they went from class a to class 6a right today absolutely that they did all right we've got more to talk about the north texas region this is countdown to kickoff on the texas state networks now back to countdown to kickoff and we are looking at the North Texas region here on Countdown to Kickoff. And, Andrew, it was a very, very, very good 2022 for North Texas. Uh, you you can say that again, John. I, oh, it was a very – never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> well, that is an understatement. Uh, uh, 2022 may have been one of the most dominating for North Texas, most dominating seasons, I should say. The region, out of the 12 titles, do you know how many of those state titles went to teams in North Texas, John? Do you know? How many How many went to teams from North Texas? Six of them. One wow. out of every two state championships last season went to teams in North Texas. Now, it started with the Gunter Tigers winning their third championship. They defeated the Poth Pirates 42-7 to in 3A Division II. China Spring won their third title and second in a row. They held off the Bernie Greyhounds 24-21. That was in 4A Division I. China Spring also won the uh, 4A Division II title in 2021. Uh, Alito winning their 11th state title, as you alluded to in the last segment. Uh, they added to their state record, picking up the 5A Division One title over uh, College Station. That uh, scored their 52-14. to uh, South Oak Cliff out of Dallas. Uh, they won their second uh, state title in a row. Uh, they beat Port Natchez Groves 34-24. to And uh, both 6A titles went to teams in Dallas. Duncanville, they finally got by Galena Park North Shore, winning, they, winning their first title since 1998. Final there 28-21. And the DeSoto Eagles, they won their second state title. Uh, they beat Austin Vandergrift 42-17. to All Overall, a very, very good season for teams in North Texas. Absolutely. You know, up in North Texas, we're going to have a game. We, you know, we have a lot of game of first. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to have a game of last. Interesting. It is the last ever meeting between Wichita Falls High School and Wichita Falls Rider. They're playing this weekend for the final time at Memorial Stadium. 
Why is that, you ask? You know, I was wondering that myself, but I'm sure you have the answer. As a matter of fact, I do. Those two schools, along with Wichita Falls Hershey, will close at the end of this school year. The Wichita Falls Independent School District has elected to make some major changes, and they are closing the three high schools and will be opening up two new schools next season. Now, Old High, Ryder, and Hershey are all in different classifications. Uh, The idea is to have two 5A schools in Wichita Falls instead of a 5A, a 4A, and a 3A. At least that is their hope. It may end up being two 4A schools or two 5A schools, but they'll be a little bit closer in enrollment numbers. At least that's the plans that we've been told. Are these brand brand new facilities that they're building right now? They are brand new facilities, and they are set to open next August. I wonder if they'll play Old Lang Syne. The the marching bands will play Old Lang Syne tonight. That (laughs) could be interesting. All right. We've got more to talk about on Countdown to Kickoff. In fact, we're going to look at the weather right after the break. Back on Countdown to Kickoff, we're looking at North Texas. And, Andrew, the weather has been in the news with the extreme heat that we have had. And because of that, we thought it would be appropriate to talk about the weather absolutely you know i i lived in 12 i lived in the phoenix area for 12 years i've now lived in texas for 10 you never get used to the scorching hot weather it it is just when when it gets over 100 degrees it is just downright unbearable and unfortunately there's no relief in sight so how hot will it be during tonight's games? Well, for the answer, we're going to bring in TSN Chief Meteorologist Dan Brunoff. It's going to be plenty hot. Temperatures got up above 100 again on Friday, and they'll only cool through the 90s during the game. Uh, make sure you drink plenty of water, stay hydrated. At least the wind won't be too strong, so the kicking game and passing game won't be impacted. John, let me ask you this. You know, in As you know, one of my big uh, act, uh, hobbies is mountain biking, and yeah. one of the things that I notice is it's really not the heat that makes it uncomfortable it's the sunlight so after the sun goes down even though it's going to be in the 90s is it going to be any more comfortable for those players on the field absolutely you get a little bit of shade off the heat it, it will feel a little bit cooler and especially if we have a little bit of a breeze and one little trivia for you very quickly we have two huge heat areas 1980 2011 and this year the high temperature of those other two years about 102 at kickoff of football season. Wow. But who's counting? Who's counting? From the Texas State Network, this is Countdown to Kickoff. And we welcome you to another season of Countdown to Kickoff on the Texas State Networks. I'm Andrew Greenstein. And I'm John Hendry. In the next 15 minutes, we're going to get you up to date on the West Region for week one of Texas high school football. And, you know, I thought that for this first week of the 2023 season, let's get things underway by talking about the Borger Bulldogs. You know, there is a new coach in town of the Borger Bulldogs, and it's a familiar name to folks in the Texas panhandle. It's Dane Hamrick who left Amarillo Tascosa after several years to take the range just up the road in Borger. Hamrick was the defensive coordinator for a Rebels team that went to the second round of the 5A Division I playoffs last year and were undefeated in 12 5A Division I play. 
Borger is coming off a 2-8 and eight season without a win in District 2-4A Division Two, And I had a chance to visit with Coach Hamrick uh, earlier this week. Despite going to a team that hasn't had a winning record since 2011 and had only won five win seasons since then, Hamrick is excited about the opportunity. Uh, you know, really excited about the group of, of young men and coaches that we've kind of collected through uh, this last semester and summer. Kids have really bought into the expectations um, that have been set and, and are doing a good job. We still have a long way to go, but uh, uh, optimistic and and hopeful that we, we continue to improve. And I think we'll have uh, some some successes. Still bumps along the road, I think. You know, we're still learning, but I think we're we're – the kids have done a good job through fall camp in this first week of setting themselves up for some success. Coach said it has been a slow start for the new defensive strategy at Borger, but they are improving. The kids have really, yeah, I think I'll just say week one, we were probably a little bit um, not as aggressive as, as needed be. And we made great strides, especially on the defensive front last week against Canyon in our scrimmage. I thought they just played with the, different kind of intentionality and and discipline and that's really you know the style of defense that we play is you've got to be locked in at all times with your hands and your eyes and um, just getting to the ball but they're really embracing the fact that we we get 11 shirts to the ball and we we have fun doing it and um, celebrate when people make plays you know coach talked about having fun on the football field he said if you're going to play football you need to have fun and he tries to make the practices that way you know, one of the big challenges in District 2-4A Division Two, besides playing some pretty good football teams, is the travel. District rival Perryton is the closest trip. It's 68 miles. But the team will open up district play at defending champion Seminole. That's a 254-mile trip that takes the team through both Amarillo and Lubbock. And they open up the season on the road at Denver City. That's 240 miles down the road. Hamrick said he's got experience with the long trips because they made quite a few long trips in his previous job at Tascosa. You know, it, it reminds me of some of those early days at Tascosa when we were in the 6A district and always on the road to Odessa and Midland and Abilene and San Angelo. You know, not quite the extent, but for this area, a little more than I think some are used to. And so I think I have some familiarity with how to travel and how to handle those trips and Hopefully we can teach the kids how to handle the trips so they're successful. But uh, week in, week out, you've got to come to play. and we've Yeah, you've got to come to play and you've got to be ready. Now, you're probably wondering, will they be on regular school buses or will they be on charter buses? Well, most of the teams in the, the Texas Panhandle will be able to have, they either have their own charter-type bus or they have, uh, are, are able to, to lease a charter-type bus for the trips. But if you're on a yellow dog, 254 miles, you're looking at five hours to get from point A to point B. It makes for a really, really long night. Or if you're driving an electric vehicle like I drive, you're talking about nine or ten. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Coach Hamrick, he's going to have a challenge at Borger. The Bulldogs, 8-43 and 43 over the last five seasons. But I expect some big things from Coach Dane Hamrick at board. Let's see if they can turn things around this season. We have more to talk about on Countdown to Kickoff. We're looking at the West region of the state of Texas. More after this on the Texas State Networks. 
now back to Countdown to Kickoff. And we welcome you back to Countdown to Kickoff. I'm John Henry. And Andrew Greenstein, you have got a really cool story about a game that's going to be happening in Big Spring. Yes, uh, we do. You know, I, I, I really, really love doing this story here and uh, talking uh, with um, uh, uh, Mark Richardson. He is going to be calling this game for KBST in Big Spring. Now, this is an intriguing matchup. This is the 10th annual Howard County Bull between the Cahoma Bulldogs and the Four San Buffaloes. Now, What's so special about this game is not necessarily the action on the field, although I do expect a good game. Uh, there's going to be more than one winner in this game. The, the winners are not going to be just the team that has the, scores the most points uh, tonight. Uh, now, I, once again, I did talk to Mark Richardson. He's calling the game for Cahoma on KBST in Big Spring. He says they use this occasion to award scholarships, and at $1,000 per scholarship, there will be hundreds of winners this year, and this is why. This year, we broke $300,000 in scholarships raised that's gone to students at those two schools over the last 10 years. $300,000 raised. That is absolutely phenomenal, especially in a community uh, as small as Big Spring, uh, Cahoma, and uh, Forsan. Now, now they award the scholarships to seniors who are connected to either of the football programs. They don't necessarily have to be players on the team. They can be players, but they can also be managers, trainers, cheerleaders, band members, or uh, serving in any other capacity, uh, including broadcasting the game if they have students broadcasting it. So on top of that, there will also be two very special winners tonight. Howard College here in Big Spring provides two scholarships every year, full scholarships for students as part of this bowl game. Two full-ride scholarships to Howard University. That is incredible. And now you're wondering, you may be wondering, how do they select these um, uh, scholarships? I, I asked Mark about that. He told me that there is a committee outside the Howard County Bowl Committee. They blind assess the applications and they score them without knowing who the application belongs to. And uh, we're actually going to be uh, talking with Mark live during the scoreboard show uh, coming up later tonight. All right, excellent story. You know, when you think of powerhouse football in the West, the names Canadian, Stratford, and Strawn are the recent names that come to mind. Well, none of those made the title game last season, but West Texas was well represented by four teams winning the four smallest divisions in the state. Westbrook won their second six-man championship in a row, beating Abbott 69-24 in Arlington. Benjamin made its first title run, thanks in part to Strawn transfer Grayson Rigdon, who rushed for five touchdowns and threw for two in a 68-20 Mercy Rule win over Lorraine. Rigdon, by the way, is going to be a junior this year. Just 75 miles south of Benjamin, Hawley won its first state title, beating five-time state champ Refurio in the 2A Division I title game. And Albany won its third title and first since 1961 by beating eight-time champion Mart in the 2A Division II title game. When we come back, we're going to talk about the weather. On football? Yeah. Stay tuned. Back on Countdown to Kickoff. Well, as I alluded to, we're going to talk a little bit of weather because it's been in the news lately, Andrew, with all of this heat that we have had. Oh, yes, and uh, the heat is just making it very uncomfortable. It's got to be downright excruciating for all the players who have been busy at practice 
over the last several weeks preparing for the season. And um, so what is the weather going to have in store for uh, the games tonight? Well, for the answer, here's TSN Chief Meteorologist Dan Brunoff. This has been one of the hottest summers ever here across the Lone Star State. And we've had excessive heat warnings and heat advisories across West Texas recently. Those are gone, but it's still going to be plenty hot uh, as temperatures will fall into the low 90s to upper 80s during the game. At least the wind won't be a factor for the kicking game. You know you call temperatures in the upper 80s this time of year here in the state of Texas, John? You call them very cool. You call, you call it a cold snap. <laughs> yes, you do. And that's the beauty of West Texas. When the sun goes down and you've got the dry air out in West Texas, the temperature is going to drop pretty fast. So it's going to be very, very nice football weather for most of the teams out in West Texas. And then the, re- the reason for, for that also, and this is serious, is because since West Texas is a lot more spread out, you don't have all those buildings taking in the heat and holding it in and radiating it throughout the overnight to keep the temperatures high. Absolutely. All right, that's going to do it for Countdown to Kickoff. Enjoy your game tonight, and we'll see you next week. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.